Father, we thank you uh, right now together for this morning. God, we thank you just for the, the cool air. We thank you for the great weather. We thank you for health. We thank you, God, that we woke up this morning um, because you gave us breath and life. And we're reminded, God, that we couldn't even come here this morning without you. So, God, we just say we are in need of you this morning. We ask for more. We ask that you would speak to our hearts in a fresh way. Um, God, I pray that as iron sharpens iron, God, that we would be able to sharpen one another this morning uh, during our table time together. We love you. We praise you. It's your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, the, uh, two weeks ago, um, we opened up this month's topic, and we were talking about the eyes of God. We talked about how it says that the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro throughout the earth, and it says that he's looking for hearts that are completely his. We talked about how every man will stand before God and, and give an account for his life. And we talked about how it's, a, it's good to desire to live a life pleasing to, to God. Last week we talked about the love of God and we said that our love and our desires and our efforts and our works, they're, they're, they're only legalism if they're disconnected from the love of God. But we went through 1 John last week where it says that this is how we know that we've come to know God and that his love has been perfected in our hearts, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome, that we have come to know God and his love has been made perfect in our hearts when we are walking in his commandments and living a life of integrity before his eyes. And his love brings this about in our life. And this morning we're going to close out this month's uh, topic talking about how every one of us are ambassadors of God and his kingdom. Every one of us in this room are in, that call ourselves followers of Jesus, we are called by God as his ambassadors and his representatives here on the earth. Webster says that the definition of ambassador is an official representative, especially a diplomatic agent of the highest rank accredited to a foreign government as the resident representative of his or her own government, an authorized representative or messenger, a person sent on a mission to represent another. And I, I even love this language, an agent of the highest rank, accredited to a foreign government as the resident representative of his or her own government. Who here knows that, that we don't represent 
an earthly government, but we represent a heavenly government. We represent God and his government and his kingdom. We represent what he loves and what he hates and what he is like to the world as his resident representatives here. On the earth, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul says, God has given us this task of reconciling people to himself. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave to us this wonderful message or ministry of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. We are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through you, through me, and through us. When was the last time you thought about that reality or that fact that you are an ambassador, a representative for God and his kingdom in your workplace? That every time you go into your workplace, you don't just represent you and your name and your family but you represent Jesus and his kingdom. When was the last time that you thought about the fact, the reality that, that you are God's ambassador even to your own family, to your own children, to your own grandchildren, your neighbors, your, your coworkers, your city, everywhere you go, you no longer represent just you, but you represent Jesus and his kingdom. I mean, have, have you ever come across someone in life, which I almost guarantee you have, someone that has been jaded towards God because somebody misrepresented him to that person. Somebody encountered a misrepresentation of Jesus and they're going about life jaded because they think God is like that. But some of you maybe have been that person at some point in your life. That you experienced Christians to just be hypocrites. And you thought God was a certain way because of that representation of him. Maybe this morning some of you are maybe still dealing a little bit with that. I mean, we're living in a day where, you know, it doesn't seem a year goes by that we hear a couple pastors that we all look up to as leaders and we put on a pedestal and they fall into adultery or sin. And in their sin, how many people does it take out with them? And people become jaded towards God because... They looked at a man who was a representative of God and they saw misrepresentation. And now they're jaded or they're hurt or they're bitter. And I believe this topic or this idea 
of, of us being repre representatives. I believe we're living in a day where God is calling us as men to holiness and righteousness, to live a life of integrity, to represent him with integrity in a day where he's been so misrepresented. It says in, well, before I read that, I wrote this, it says, if you were the only Jesus that someone encountered in their life, would it be a worthy representation? If you were the only Jesus that the coworker that you walk by every day, if you were the only Jesus that he came across in his lifetime, what kind of Jesus representation would, would he have experienced? If you were the only representation of God that someone encountered in their life, would it be a worthy representation of Jesus? Paul writes to three different communities of believers in the New Testament. To the Thessalonians, he said in uh, chapter 2, verse 12, he said, walk in a manner worthy of the God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. To the Ephesians in chapter 4, verse 1, he said, I implore you, walk in a manner worthy of your calling with which you've been called. To the Colossians, in chapter 1, verse 10, he said, walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please Him in all respects. In Jesus, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, he said, you're the salt of the earth. Jesus didn't say, I'm the salt of the earth. He said to His followers, you are the salt of the earth. Salt preserves life. It, it gives flavor and goodness. It says, but if the salt should lose its flavor, how shall it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything. He says in a different way, he says, you are the light of the world. Jesus didn't say, I am the light, but he said to his followers, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they put it on a lampstand. So it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Men, we are ambassadors of God in, in His kingdom. When men see our works, are they good? And is it causing them to glorify our Father in heaven? I believe the call for every one of us this morning as ambassadors of Christ, it's a call to live a life of integrity, not just for our sake, but for the sake of those around us. To be a worthy representation of Jesus in our workplace, in our families, 
in our neighborhoods to bring about glory for God. It's not just about us and our good works. It's about Jesus and, and him being represented in the earth through us. What a calling. What an honor. What a privilege it is. For us to represent Jesus everywhere we go, 24-7. And we do this, men, in the context of his love. Encountering his love on a daily basis. Empowered by his grace. And when we fall short, we receive his mercy and his grace afresh. And we keep going. We keep going by His grace and by the strength that He gives. Let me pray. Father, I thank You for this morning. I thank You, God, for the, the calling in which we have been called as Your ambassadors, as ambassadors of Christ, as, represent, as representatives of You and Your kingdom on the earth. God, we say, who are we that You would that you would even consider us? Who are we that you're even mindful of us? But you call us your sons, your friends, your ambassadors. So God, we pray that for the rest of our time together that you would continue to challenge us. Pour out your mercy upon our weaknesses. God, pour out your grace upon grace upon grace. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.